0: Like I said, I've got the card, but anyway, we are live. Welcome to an exciting, well, we're always exciting, but an even more exciting down the middle because we have predictions for Double or Nothing, and we're not going to waste any time except, Brian, you wrestled two matches on a very special show today. You can hear me, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I can hear you. Things are just being a little wonky right now. Okay. <clears throat> oh, did you freeze? I think he's frozen. I need to check. Are we one. we back? Audio-wise, yes. Oh, there you are.
1: Sorry about that, guys.
0: Nope, it's all good. Although your video is still a little lagging, but we can hear you. Nope, I believe we've lost you again. Okay. Maybe. Oh, there we go. We got gotcha. you.
1: Maybe. Yep. Maybe. I got gotcha you now. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry.
0: It's it's Spider all good. A
1: little
0: it's all good. But I was just uh, letting the fans know you wrestled in a very special show today. If you would like to tell them a little bit about that.
1: So today I wrestled in the. Kurt Acid Binge Memorial Show today where it was um, legends and family members um, that wrestled so, and I had the opportunity to wrestle in two matches um, I wrestled in the Kurt Acid Memorial Battle Royal for the cup and yours truly won it but I had another match later that night I- I- I'd show you the cup but I don't have it with me right now I got- next time I'll have it
0: there we go. That's something to look forward to, That's wrestling fans.
1: Slicked hair back and everything. It's got his look.
0: I was going to say in honor, of, in honor of the great Mr. Acid. The Boat,
1: as the, people called him.
0: The Boat. Well, we're going to get right into Double or Nothing. Now, I, I will say I was really excited for this pay-per-view. And then they added two matches on Rampage, and I'm just like, okay. And I made the mistake. Um, I found out it was going to be in select movie theaters. And I also found out
1: mm-hmm.
0: that by going to the movie theater, it was going to be half the price. Movie theater ticket was $25, bucks. pay per views 50 bucks. Really? Yeah, so I said, fuck it, I'll go to the theater, because I found out I'm off work on Monday, So, normally, when these pay-per-views are on Sundays, I have to, like, finish it on Monday night because, like, I gotta go to sleep. But now I don't. But, like I said, I bought the ticket at the movie theater, and then they added two more matches. So now I'm like, this pay-per-view has 13 matches on it. Like, it was already gonna be long. So I'm afraid now because one of two things is going to happen. Either this thing's going to be insanely long or more than likely a lot of these matches are going to be short. And or and or bad. But there are no but there are no squash matches on here. The only one that could be a squash match is on the pre-show. And it's the only one on the pre-show, which is an hour or usually is an hour. I, what yeah. the f- what the fuck are they thinking? I guess
1: are they trying to like are they trying to like compete and be like their WrestleMania now?
0: I I don't know, but even so, like I'm honestly dreading it a little bit. Like some of these matches are going to be really good, but I mean, just the overall experience. I mean, it starts at seven. I don't think I'm going to get out of there until like one a.m. It, it's pro- uh, I'm I'm scared, man. But anyway, speaking of the pre-show, we'll get right into it. The first match will feature Hookhausen versus Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. Now, don't get me wrong. I like me some Smart Mark. Um, I think this match is probably going to be eh. I think Hook and Nice will do most of the work. I think Danhausen up to this point has been an embarrassment for Danhausen fans. I I just the way they've handled Danhausen with as much hype as he came in with, I think they've shit the bed with him and I think it's beyond repair. Yeah, I
1: I think I think they could have done a little bit better with Danhausen because if you watch some of his ring of honor stuff and before his ring of honor stuff the guy can actually wrestle.
0: Yeah, I know. I have saw some of his ring of honor stuff and I admittedly I'm not a big fan of the character, but it's just it's not my cup. Of, I'm not shitting on it, but it's just not my it's not the wrestling I like to watch. But I've even said multiple times on the program, it's like, okay, but if you're going to book Danhausen, there's a way you can do it. But they've already ruined him. That little skit he did with Hook—it made Hook look cool, made Danhausen look like a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, um, I, I mean I can agree. I don't think Danhausen, unless they swerve us and like they have Danhausen work most of the match, because we haven't seen what Danhausen can really do. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: I, I agree and disagree, but not. I don't disagree with you, but here, here's the reason why I say I disagree. Uh, they could do that. I think that would be... It would be good for Dan Housen. It would be bad for wrestling in general. Because, they, like I said, they've already ruined the character. And I'm not blaming Dan Housen for any of this. This agreeable. is This is strictly AEW's creative. Because they took a guy who had a lot of hype. And still has a lot of fans somehow. And they made him look like a fucking idiot. Because they've already taken away the curse because it didn't work on the only person he's tried to curse so far. So we know that's phony. And I mean, we we know it's phony. But now, like, even as a viewer who's buying into what I'm seeing, I know it's phony. It's done. It's, it's over yeah. with. And in his debut match, he got the shit kicked out of him in seconds and got saved by, I don't remember how old Hook is. He's in his 20s, though. Was he twenty one? I don't remember. Like 20, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so Danhausen gets the shit kicked out of him in like fifteen seconds, and then gets saved by somebody significantly younger and less experienced than him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think, and this is a problem I've had with AEW for a while. The sh- well, pretty much since it started, the show's been bipolar because in one segment you'll have a super serious like sports based like anything that had Cody Rhodes in it up until the very end when he started listening to brandy i would say uh like Cody's stuff was straight and legit especially anything he did with Dustin like the the, the program between him and Dustin was legit and then in the very next segment you've got orange cassidy oh, yeah. which i'm not shitting on orange cassidy but you see what i'm getting at like it's 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 bipolar and they're only making it work. But now the zany shit's taken over a little bit more. But then, so conversely, I'll use Rampage as an example. Uh not this week's, last week's. Well I don't remember what was on last week's, but I'm I'm referencing the Danhausen thing. So you have the Danhausen match, okay, but then yeah. but then later on in the night you'll have something involving a member of the Blackpool Combat Club or like Brian a Brian Danielson match. It's like one of these things is not like the other. And I don't know how you yeah. could... See, the one thing that WWE has over AEW... I can definitely agree. Yeah, well, and here's the difference, though. So, AEW's got a lot of talent, but WWE has a lot of interchangeable talent. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, I'm going to use... Nik- what, oh, and that reminds me, not to get off topic here, but I was incorrect, and I want to apologize to the viewers. Nikita Lyons is not the daughter of Santina Morella. Which I said on the program. His daughter is in NXT. I forget her name, but it is not Nikita Lyons. I don't remember where I got that. I got it somewhere on the internet.
1: I thought it was Nikita Lyons
0: too. It. I know. I did too. I don't. I don't remember where I saw that, but it's it's not her. It's um. I'm gonna look it up real quick because now it's bothering me. Because she is in NXT, but it's not Nikita. Let's see here. Let's see. Huh? I'm not sure. I thought it. I thought it
1: was Nikita Lyons too.
0: No, his That's daughter.
1: I seen.
0: His his daughter's ring name is Ariana Grace. Really? Yeah. So I apologize, but I'm gonna. The reason I bring her up, and it reminded me, is I'm gonna use her as an example. So, you've let let's say you wanted to boost NXT ratings for one night, and I know she's injured, but it's a hypothetical. Nikita Lyons is really popular right now for some reason that I don't understand. And I'm again, I'm not shitting on her, but I I, I don't get it. Um, yeah. So, but you take Nikita Lyons and name me one female wrestler on WWE's roster that would not at least have an okay match with her. Like, name me one person where it just wouldn't make sense. Tamina? Oh, are you kidding? I think that would look great. I think that'd be great. Tamina? Is that what you said? (laughs) Do what? Tamina, yeah. You don't think that would make sense?
1: I I don't I don't think they would. I don't know. I'm not really shitting on Tamina, but I just, I don't really care for her, and she's came and gone so much in the last, I don't know, ten years. I just, I don't know. It's kind of hard to see her in a singles match anymore.
0: Okay, I, I, I got you. It, it, it still proves my point because you've, you've arguably, you've made the best decision in picking kind of the worst case scenario. But compare it to this. So on NXT Wednesday night, you have Nikita Lyons versus Tamina Snuka. It's probably it's not going to be match of the year, but it from a story perspective it would make sense. Now, let's say that on AEW Dynamite they decide and our main event tonight, Brian Danielson versus Danhausen.
1: Yeah,
0: nobody's going to take I, that I seriously. See, I
1: see. Yeah, I see where you're getting with that, but Brian da- uh, Danielson would definitely go with it and work with it to make it work.
0: But it would de- it would be detrimental to Brian Danielson because if he sells for Danhausen, it it takes away any and all credibility which they have done very well with Danielson. They've made him look they've made him look legitimate. They've made him look like a star. If he gets in there and starts selling for Danhausen who has on their own television show shown that he can't do a pull up. Like come on. It's ridiculous. Okay,
1: It's one of them give and take type of things. I, I see where you're getting at with it.
0: On, on an indie show, sure. But there's not an ongoing storyline. Like there is an AEW. Like that match should, if it was booked with any kind of... And again, I'm not knocking Danhausen. I'm speaking strictly of how they've both been booked up to this point. I'm sure they could have a match. Like they can do it but it wouldn't make any yeah. sense it wouldn't make any sense for Brian Danielson today in AEW and Danhausen today in AEW for Danhausen to be anywhere near competitive.
1: Yeah, that's something I see I see where you're getting with it now.
0: Yeah, I'm not talking about work rate because I'm sure I'm sure that Brian Danielson can have a match with anybody. You know, I'm just talking about strictly how they've been booked, okay. but But anywho, back to – oh, go ahead.
1: My pick, I think, I, I think it's going to be Hook and Dan Housen, honestly.
0: Uh, probably. I, I think they're going to win. But like I said, I think you're going to see I'll, – I'll go in depth. You're probably going to see Dan Housen somehow distract Tony Niece, and then Hook's going to be able to capitalize on it and get the win. Either that or – somehow some way Danhausen's going to keep Tony Neese busy on the outside when Mark Sterling's the legal man and then Hook's just going to roast him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, either that and I hope they don't do this, but if Hook puts a curse on somebody I mean not Hook, uh Danhausen. And I'll yeah. be the I'll be the only one in the theater who audibly groans. Everybody else will be like, "Yeah, Danhausen." And I'll just be like, fuck. My inner Jim Cornette will come out.
1: You, you really started to sound like Carl from Jimmy Neutron for
0: a minute. I have no idea who that is. Hey. They will, though. They will, though. They'll get Cheeto dust shaken out of their neck beards. Woo, Dad, how's he cursed somebody? <laughs> anyway, so we both agree that Hookhausen's probably going to win. Uh,. I don't really see how they can keep it straight unless Hook and, and Tony Nese do a weird double injury thing where they both fall to the floor and get knocked out, and then it's Smart Mark and Hook. Yeah. I think that's the only way you can keep it straight, but anyway, moving on. The next match, which is, and like I said, apparently that's the only match in the pre-show so there's probably going to be some sort of surprise thing, I would think. And also, th- this isn't listed, but shouldn't they be doing a uh, battle royal of some kind? They normally do at pay per views. Yeah. yeah. It's not been announced, uh, but
1: yeah, usually they do. If I remember right too.
0: Yeah, but and a casino battle royal, they should be doing one. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It's not listed on the card, but I wouldn't be surprised. And that would make sense because, like I said, that's the pre-show, so that's an hour. So it's either going to be one match and a bunch of yeah, it's either going to be one match and a lot of talking heads just to fill time, which I think would be a mistake for the pre-show. Or there's going to be a battle royal, and they just which wouldn't that be fucking hilarious if they forgot to announce their casino battle royal? Uh, but anyway, the first, and I don't know necessarily that they'll be in this order, but it seems like it'll be in this order. So, uh, next match we have Darby Allen versus Kyle Kyle O'Reilly. This is one of the matches that was announced on Rampage because uh, Kyle Re- oh, Kyle O'Reilly took out Sting. Uh, this should be awesome. It it sounds like
1: it'd be a really good match. It's I don't think we've Ever seen these two in a ring before? If I remember right,
0: I don't believe so. Certainly not in a singles match.
1: So, no. So I think this is definitely going to be a good match, and I, I can't can't wait to see it. Um, I think Dan How or Dan Howes, uh, Darby <laughs> Allen. Is <laughs> that curse he got me with? Um, I think Darby. I think I think Darby will get the win. Honestly,
0: I disagree. Um, I think I think O'Reilly will get the win, but with interference from the undisputed elite.
1: I feel like that would be the only way for Kyle Kyle O'Reilly to win.
0: I agree because they're they're protecting Darby, and they should. But I, I like I like said. I think that'll I think it'll be close. But I think Darby's going to get the leg up and then the Undisputed Elite are going to jump in and help.
1: Yeah, and I feel like they're going to text Sting at ringside too.
0: Yeah, probably. Either that or they're going to have interference and then Singh's going to miraculously be okay and make the save and then Darby would get the win. But I, I think O'Reilly will win with some cheating. Which is kind of a letdown for a pay-per-view, but I understand why they're doing it because it's about the only way you can have O'Reilly win and keep Darby's uh, integrity I guess because they're protecting Darby and if you recall the I th- the last pay-per-view he lost to MJF but MB- MJF cheated so which that match kicked ass too
1: yeah I feel like I feel like he's Yeah, I feel like I feel like Darby's will get, Yeah, I feel like Darby's will get some kind of big push in the near future.
0: Yeah, big time. Like I say he's one of the four pillars. He's got all the time in the world and they've been doing stuff with him, right? I think putting him with Sting was a really really good decision. And thus far the way he's been booked, I really don't have any complaints other than I wish he would stop doing so much crazy shit cuz he's going to fucking die.
1: I mean, if Jeff Hardy's still around, he can be around still.
0: Have you seen the man walk?
1: That's true. I
0: okay. mean, I mean, no hate whatsoever, kudos. I just... It, this is probably from listening to too much Jim Cornette, honestly, because he makes good points a lot of the time. It's like, it does pain me to see him do those crazy dives, and he does them so well but it's painful to watch when he does them on, like, a rampage.
1: Yes. It's like saving for the big events.
0: Save, well, saving his back is what it's doing. I mean, your finisher is the coffin drop. I mean, it's literally falling on your back. So it's like, uh, I mean... Great matches, but I'd like to see more of them, so... <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to see a lot more of them.
1: You, you know, wrestling logic, they always say you're only, your bump card's always so long. Yeah. And he's shortening his by years and years, the more big bump he does.
0: Well, and the crazy thing here is it's not, it's not even like there's a set amount. Like, it only takes one. I forget who said that. It was a wrestler who said it. It was like, it only takes one. I think it was Edge, actually. I could be wrong on that. But, you know, you could do a thousand bumps the same way but you just shift a millimeter and all of a sudden you land on a vertebrae and it's over so i yeah. i i really really hope that i was about to say jungle boy i i really hope that darby starts picking his spots and i think putting him with sting has helped him do that honestly cuz i i, I got to believe that sting is in yeah, his I feel co- like Sting's really yeah, I got to believe that Sting's in his ear being like, Darby, listen, you're the best at what you do. Wouldn't you like to do it for another 20, 30 years? Like, slow down, man. Oh. Last your video, sir. Oh, there you are. Yeah. I'm
1: having a little troubles on my end. I'm sorry guys. It's
0: it's all good. It's all good. Do you have any other thoughts on Darby Allen versus O'Reilly?
1: Honestly, no. I feel like it's going to be definitely a, a a top contender match match of the night. I feel like that one could be.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um Next, we've got the other match that was added on Rampage, which, here's a fun fact. So, I had the card printed out from AEW's official website, mind you. And I printed it out this morning, uh, Saturday morning. These two matches were not on AEW's official website yet, the Darby Allin one and then this one, which were both added on Rampage. Still not on the site. Uh, we got Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti versus uh, the Men of the Year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant in a mixed tag match. I don't necessarily think this match is going to be bad, necessarily, but I question why it's there.
1: Um, Honestly, I uh, before we uh, uh, went live, I had just seen that was added, too. And I, I got to thinking, I'm like, why? It's just, it's something... That just doesn't make sense right now.
0: Well, and I'll tell you what. I think I know why, and if I'm right, it's a really bad reason. I think they want to do Paige Van Zant's like in-ring debut, but on a pay-per-view when she's never wrestled on television before. And I'm sorry, I've never seen what I would call a stellar mixed tag match, like ever. Not that they've been bad. Yeah. But I've never seen one that was going to be a match of the year candidate. No. And – oh, go ahead.
1: Unless they have a – unless they have a lot of hope in her and they see something big in her, which I've seen – I've watched a couple of videos and seen where she's done her training. She's not bad. I just – Oh, no. No.
0: It's a whole
1: different perspective. It's a whole different perspective of when you're training around a couple people – and then now you're debuting in front of thousands of people, uh,
0: and I mean, here's the thing: if they wanted to debut Paige on a pay per view, and I'm so not, I can, I'm so not knocking Ty Conti because I, I like Ty Conti, but I would think this is pretty risky because even if she's been doing well in training, and we Jade Cargill can attest to this, it's different, and I imagine you can too. It's different when you get out there. So I would think they would want to debut her with somebody like a Serena Deeb or somebody with just a lot more experience who could help cover her if and when she makes mistakes and can lead her through the match. Not saying Ty can't, but I think there are better options. Or a Ruby Soho or even a Britt Baker now, but probably more like a Ruby Soho, uh, uh, Serena Deeb. I'm blanking on some, but yeah, I, and, and then plus the fact too, we have the TNT champion in a mixed tag match, but not defending his title. (sighs) Yeah. And like, it's kind
1: of like the, it's kind of like the Darby Allen stink situation. Like she needs that air piece to be like, Hey, try this. Or, Hey, maybe you should work the crowd this way or, or if she's in a blank spot during the match, there's that she has an extra earpiece there to be like, hey, you need to go do this, or hey, tell her to do this to you so we can get to this point.
0: Yep, I agree. Or even if you're going to... No, I just... I... I hope it's not bad. I hope she... I hope they all, and the entire match, exceeds expectations, but... I don't know. I think if any match is going to be a stinker unintentionally, it's probably going to be this one. Now, that being said, you've got Sammy, you've got Scorpio, and you've got uh, Ethan Page in there, and they're all phenomenal, so I'm not worried about anything on their end. And you got Kazarian. How could I forget Frankie Kazarian? I also don't think you'll see too much of the girls in this match. I think they'll be, and that might be their secret, like they're gonna do a couple of things, and then I think for the most part it's gonna be it's gonna be mostly Sammy and uh, Frankie mainly going up against Scorpio Sky. At least that's how I would book it, but yeah,
1: I, I, could, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree anymore on that one because it's like she—you can get her in, you can get her in do a couple of spots, and you can get her out real quick.
0: Yeah, now that being said, I don't think a pay-per-view is the place to do it. (laughs) I think she should debut on Rampage, because she's a big enough star. I agree on that one. Yeah, she's a big enough star. She's got enough name value that she shouldn't be debuting on Dark or Elevation, but I think Rampage is more appropriate. That's just me, personally. And again, I'm not knocking her at all. I'm just, this is my two cents. I do want to take a moment... I think I've been proven right yet again. Um, A while back, Ben and I were talking about the TNT title, and I said, you know, I like the fact that every TNT champion has, like, a stylized belt. I know a lot of people are shitting on it, but I actually liked it a lot. And I thought they weren't doing that anymore, but then, lo and behold, Scorpio Sky gets his custom TNT title belt, and I like it. Really, I like I have, it.
1: Honestly, I have not seen it yet.
0: Here's the thing: I shouldn't like it, but on Scorpio Sky, I do. It's a gold leather belt. It looks very similar to the old one, but gold leather, and then instead of the red trimming, it's purple. Really, it looks good. I I dig it.
1: I'll have to. I'll have to, I'll have to look at it. I'm sure,
0: yeah, I'm sure he'll be wearing it uh, tomorrow night.
1: Hmm. Now, I see, just because it's Paige's debut, I see that team winning. Probably. Scorpio's got
0: Probably. And here's the other reason. Well, this might, I don't know if you're aware of the stipulation. The stipulation is that if American Top Team wins, both Sammy Guevara and Frankie Gazarian will never be able to challenge for the TNT title ever again.
1: Which is, I'm okay with.
0: I, you know what, because I am too. Sammy's
1: had a TNT title.
0: I'm okay with this, and I, I would like from from a storyline perspective, I would like to see American Top Team win. I don't, I don't know that they will though. I want them to win, but something tells me that Sammy, Frankie, and Ty are gonna somehow, some way get the win.
1: Unfortunately I could see it happening too, but I, I still gotta go with uh Paige and Paige and them.
0: Yeah, I want them to win, but I'm predicting that Sammy, Frankie and Ty will get the win somehow and it'll probably be stupid. But- yeah. Okay, any other thoughts on this match before we hang out? Oh, God, I forgot this was even on the card. (laughs) Any any other thoughts on this match before we move on? No, sir. And again, this next match isn't going to be bad, but I question why it's on a pay-per-view. We've got the House of Black versus Death Triangle. Again, it's not going to be a bad match, but why is it here? I mean, this could easily be the main event on a Dynamite on any given week, and it would be fine.
1: Yeah, uh, I could I could agree with that.
0: Now that being said, it'll be awesome. But this pay-per-view is already going to be so long. (laughs) Like. And you know this isn't going to be a quick match. Matches. Yeah. It's not going to be a quick match either. It's a trios match with the fucking Lucha Brothers in it. I I mean, it's it's not going to be short. And nor should it be because this is a rivalry that's ongoing. This can't be a squash match.
1: No. Uh, Not
0: at all. Um... uh, And here's the other thing, like, I just, I don't particularly care who wins in this match. I think, I think Death Triangle might, just to kind of, because this is another thing, this rivalry has kind of, it's overcooked. This, this should, this should cap it. Yeah. Like, I don't really know where we're heading, and I don't think they know either. I think they just know that. With the majority of the AEW fan base, and this isn't a knock, it's just an observation. If you put the Lucha Brothers in a match, they're probably going to be into it. I know I am. Probably. I know I am, but strictly from a storytelling perspective, I don't understand why we're doing this at a pay-per-view. Yeah. But uh, who's your prediction for uh, the winners of this contest?
1: Honestly, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure with this one.
0: Well, and half of me is like, I don't really even care.
1: I'm really not sure. Uh, um, oh, goodness.
0: If House of Black wins, it'll be another missed spot.
1: Yeah. I feel like House of Black will probably win. If I if I had to
0: choose one of them. Yeah, like I said, I'm and I and again, I love the Lucha brothers, Pentagon in particular, but I just I'm not psyched for this match. Like, it'll be good. I'm not even gonna say it's gonna be okay, because it'll be it'll be a good match. And I love I I keep saying Alistair Black, Malachi Black. I love Malachi Black. Love Penta. Love Phoenix. Uh <laughs> I did notice. Buddy Matthews looks a lot bigger on AEW TV than he did in NXT. Yeah, he looks a lot bigger. I was like, damn, son, where'd you get those roids? He's <laughs> looking like Adam Rose over there. Fuck. Oh, what happened? Oh, he's earthquake and.
1: I, where to go?
0: I don't know I can still see you, which is narrower now.
1: Everything's messing up on my end. I
0: don't know I can still hear you while you're we can still go for the benefit of the audio listeners we can still go while you're figuring out the screen, but next we have the uh the finals of the women's Owen Hart tournament featuring Dr. Britt Baker. DMD versus Ruby Soho. Now, before we get into this match, I will say I I literally just watched this match on Rampage. Boy, that crowd was pissed the Statlander lost, and I don't blame them.
1: Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I was pretty pissed off about that one too.
0: Like, here's here's another reason, like. I don't know who's responsible for booking AEW lately. Like, I know Tony Khan holds the pencil, as it were, but there are other people involved. (sighs) Like, you had so obvious... This was so obviously should have been Statlander because you had the character change, you had her building momentum. (sighs) And not again, not knocking Ruby Soho, but she's not been doing much as of late. Oh really? You can? Can you can not you hear, can me? hear me? I can still hear you. Can you see me? Yep. It's still working? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On my on my end, it's uh, your audio's kind of lagging out on me.
0: I figured there I'm was a. real hard. I figured there was a lag because I've kind of been giving you some time to uh, respond but yeah all i know is that if i was booking this shit yeah,
1: I'm, trying I, to, <laughs> I'm trying to hear what i can from what you're saying and so i'm doing the best i can so if you don't hear me for a while just move on i'll catch up eventually
0: i <laughs> got it but anyway the match for the finals of the owen hub women's tournament brit baker versus soho um Oh, actually, I got a. Sh- oh, go ahead, go ahead with yours. But I have a, I have a, a friend who made a, who made a, well, not a friend, but somebody, a friend of the show who made a, a prediction, and I think he's right. So go ahead with yours.
1: So, I think Ruby's going to win it, and I think she's going to get a major push.
0: I I agree that I think Ruby's going to win, but here's why Hazard F five I saw he tweeted this out the other day. He predicts that Jamie Hader is going to cost Britt Baker the the win, and then that's going to lead into a program with those two. So I agree. I think Ruby Soho will win, but it will be because Jamie Hader will cost Britt Baker the win, and that protects Britt. Because she's another one that they are and should be protecting because she's one of their homegrown stars, one of the first, one of the pillars, if you will. And it's been a long time coming. They've been hinting at Jamie Hader, and yeah. Britt Baker for, for months.
1: Yeah, it just—I think it would be a missed opportunity to not have Ruby win, so she could finally get her push.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the the crowd loves her everywhere they go. I, I and it makes sense. It makes sense for either one of them to win, but I think in this case, for her to be the first one, I think for the first tournament, you have to have babyface winners. In fact, pretty much for, an, for any Owen Hart Foundation tournament, I think you pretty well have to have a babyface winner.
1: Yeah, I would assume so.
0: Yeah, it is a charity I organization. Just,
1: I, don't <laughs> think, I don't think it makes sense for the first time it would be a heel.
0: I Definitely not the first time. I agree. So that's another reason. But shout out to F 5 on Twitter. The belt aficionado. Um, yeah, I think he's 100% right. That Jamie Hayter is going to interfere and cost Britt Baker the win. Any other thoughts on the uh, Owen Hart Tournament ladies final? No sir. Cool. Now we move on to the men's final of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. We got Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. And I'm not gonna lie. I don't give a shit who wins this one. It's gonna be fucking awesome.
1: And I, this is one of the more this is one of the matches I'm more excited about than anything else, to be honest. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure in Ring of Honor they have worked together a little bit. Mhm. Already. I believe so. So they already have knowledge of each other. They've already well, had in-ring experience with each other, even though it's been a while.
0: Well, and then they worked together in NXT. And they're both
1: great in-ring competitors. Yeah, that they did.
0: Yeah, in NXT. They, they, just,
1: they have so much great in-work capability. I think, I think. in my opinion, that could be match of the night. Now, who I think is going to win? Uh, I got my heart going with Mojo.
0: I do, too, and only for the fact that I think for the first... For the first tournament, especially, I think a babyface has to win. Not saying they not saying they can't work with an Adam Cole victory. I just, I think it would be kind of in poor taste. And even though I like Adam Cole uh, as a wrestler right now, he's a heel, and I just don't. I don't. It 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 does. It doesn't feel right. Now I do think as like a
1: charity thing.
0: Yeah. I just
1: I I agree. I think Samoa
0: Yeah. Now I do think Samoa Joe's gonna have to fight from underneath due to interference from the Undisputed Elite, but I think he will still persevere. So that'll that'll be one that'll be one to watch.
1: Or or something I could see is I could see Undisputed Elite try to come out and then Darby and Sting come out to fight him off, to not interfere.
0: Yep. Especially if Kyle o- Kyle O'Reilly wins due to undisputed elite interfering in their match. Yes. So I think this is going to build as the night goes on. But anyway, now we have probably what is legitimately the most anticipated match of tonight: MJF versus Wardlow.
1: You know. And I hate to say it because it's always in always, it's always in the contract type matches. Nine times out of the ten, the person that has the contract on the line wins. So we have not figured out. Warlord's going to win.
0: You're saying you're saying you think but, he will win?
1: Yes, I, I think Warlord's going to win just because I don't. He's too. Big of a superstar on the show to not let him win and then push him away unless his contract's on the way of being up
0: well even that doesn't make sense because the stipulation is is that wardlow has to win to get out of his contract with mjf yeah
1: okay yeah 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 okay i I forgot about that now yeah i agree
0: now the only way which and again i 100% agree Wardlow's two over. He's not going anywhere. The only way they could make this work, really, let's say hypothetically Wardlow was leaving, the only way they could make this work would be to have MJF win, but then fire him, which would make no sense. Because that's what Wardlow wants. Yeah. So, any way you slice it, If MJF does win in any way, shape, or form, I will audibly groan because just from a story perspective, it makes no fucking sense. And plus, I think it's time. I think it's time. And if MJF is going to lose to anybody, it makes sense for it to be Wardlow.
1: Yeah, because they have so much uh, history together already that it is now. Why not finally stir the pot that way?
0: I agree, and I th- yeah. If MJF is going to do the job, and, and it'll it'll be oh, he's going to cheat in every way imaginable. I thought. By the way, did did you watch his Wardlow versus Sean Spears with MJF as the referee?
1: I did, and I didn't. Okay, I did not expect. For MJF to get bumped like he did. Right? I felt like MJF was like, I have to like groan and be like, oh, I've got to count to three and then finally hit that three. And then Wordload like, destroy MJF.
0: Well, he's not allowed to touch him. Remember that. I was not.
1: That, okay, that's true. That's yeah. true. I, I, I,
0: I was not ready for the biker shorts though. <laughs> that had me fucking rolling. He,
1: he really made me think
0: of. He yeah, had you think of what?
1: He made he made me think of Shawn Michaels when he wore the, the shorts oh, like that.
0: Fuck, you're right. I mean, but here's the thing. That's how you can do comedy. Because that was funnier than shit, but it didn't take me out of the moment because that is so something MJF would do. I mean, that was so funny. (laughs) And then just, I mean, that was phenomenal heel work.
1: By both of them.
0: Exactly, by both of them. And like the nut shot, he was blatant about everything he did. And Ward Logos for the first cover and MJF gets down and then just goes like this. Like, it's it's perfect. I've you always... Know, honestly,
1: oh. you know who... It reminds me of when Dean Ambrose did it. When it was AJ and uh, um, Ellsworth. When he sat there and he just sat there with his hands like this.
0: You know, I always did wonder why a heel like special referee would ever even count at all, and MJF didn't. It's fucking beautiful. And then the call back to when Wardlow couldn't find the ring, MJF couldn't find the key for the handcuffs. It was, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, it, it, the storyline wise, it made sense.
0: Yeah, this is one that they've been doing phenomenal. I, there's never really been a misstep on this one that I can think of. So kudos to this. I think Wardlow's gonna beat the no. shit out of him. <laughs> Alrighty. Any other final thoughts on Wardlow versus MJF?
1: Um, no, not at all. Not on that one.
0: No, nope, it'll be a pretty straightforward one. Next, we have a match that I would have been really excited for about three years ago, and actually a match that we've already seen if you're a Ring of Honor fan, which I've got no problem seeing it again. Uh, we've got the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. Man,
1: after what they did last week when they tried to, uh, or was it this week? Portray it was, the Hardy Brothers. Is
0: on rampage. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And oh you know, goodness. and you know what? I'm going to give credit where credit's due to the Young Bucks because I thought to myself at first, I was like, oh, you know, I get what they're doing. And yeah, it's funny, but I've never really liked It, it depends on who's doing it. But when somebody's impersonating another wrestler and they're having a legitimate match and they just copy the other wrestler. I roll my eyes a bit because it's like, okay, but it's still a contest, and when you're doing it this way, it's phony, but the bucks they were copying some of the hardy stuff, but when they were getting uh when the other team was getting offense and they were strictly young bucks' offense, it was when they were in control that they were goofing yeah. around and I liked that that was that was a good piece of business as uh, people in the business would say. Because it made sense. Like, yeah, they're out, and it's not a serious threat to the Young Bucks, but if they're getting offense, if they're on the defensive mode, they're going with Young Bucks offense. It's when they're in control that they're goofing around and doing the Hardy stuff. Yeah. So I I liked that. And I'm torn on what they did with Brandon Cutler. Yeah, I, I Where he was dressed up like Lita?
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, okay, now I remember that one.
0: (sighs) I get what they were doing, and it was funny, but I'm I'm not going to lie. If I'm Brandon Cutler, I'm like, guys, I get it that I'm the butt of the joke, and that's fine, but this is too far. I'm still a wrestler. You know, like, I'm still... It wasn't necessary... It's almost like they're seeing how far they can bully Brandon, like legitimately. And I know they're—I I hope they're not doing this, but that it wasn't necessary. It was too much. He already had Gangrel, like.
1: It, yeah, uh, honestly, with this match, I—I I think the Hardys are going to come out on top.
0: Yeah, I do too. Unless
1: they try to push, uh, unless they try to push the storyline even farther.
0: And I'm torn on this because on the one hand, I think it makes sense for this go around for the Hardys to come out on top. But then at the same time, it's not burying the Young Bucks, but when's the last time the Young Bucks had like a legit win? Oh, gosh, like a, like no. a, a legit high profile win, I should say, because they, they've won matches, but you know what I mean. When the stakes are high, and this was the problem. This is what the EVPs got in trouble. Well, they didn't get in trouble, but this is why Tony Khan uh, took back total creative control because the EVPs kept booking themselves to lose, and they were the stars at the time. This was years ago. This was, like, two years ago, but still. Like, Tony Khan actually said, it's like, no, listen, like, I get, and I love what you guys are doing, and I love that you want to do that, that you want to put other people over, but you're the elite, and this is all elite wrestling. You're the stars. You're what the company was built on. Them and Jericho. But, you know, and Cody... Oh, go ahead.
1: Sometimes you got to take credit when credit is due. Sometimes you got to take credit where credit is due, and like, sometimes you have to book yourself into positions to lose and that's okay but then like you got to think like when you're over and you're booking yourself to lose it's it's almost making yourself look bad
0: well that's that's what he was saying and i think cody and i understood where cody was coming from because this was his idea or at least he said it was his idea to have the stipulation where he couldn't uh compete for the world title that was his idea and i think that was a mistake because cody could not rise above the tnt basically and that's, I think, that's part of why he got
1: yeah.
0: bogged down in those kind of meaningless feuds because he couldn't go any higher. And he's the son of a son of a plumber. He's the son of the one, the only, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, the brother of the natural Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Like he des- he he should be in a world title picture wherever he's at, at some point, And he shot it in the fucking foot. I get what he was doing, but again, that would kind of be like it. It would be different if. I'm not trying to pick on Brandon Cutler, but if Brandon Cutler had started All Elite Wrestling, it wouldn't have made sense for Brandon Cutler to book Brandon Cutler to win. But, you know, if uh, if Cena started a wrestling promotion, why would you have John Cena booked to lose in any wrestling promotion right out of the gate?
1: Yeah, it just, it wouldn't make sense. as basically... It's basically shitting on your own character.
0: Well, and the legacy of everything else that you've done. Because essentially what that's saying is like, oh yeah, you guys were dominant in New Japan and all over the wrestling world, but then you get here in your own company and you hire tag teams that nobody's heard of and they kick the fucking shit out of you. Yeah. But then you get FTR in and then you kick the shit out of them. So now it doesn't make any fucking sense. But <laughs> Speaking of sense, you like that segue? Our official sponsor for tonight for tonight's podcast, Stevie Wick's Cool Beans Candle Company. I'm telling you guys, and yes, they're paying us, but I'd say this anyway. I said this for free for years. These are literally the highest quality all-natural soy wax candles you can buy. And right now, available on the website, they have the hidden treasure candle. So check this out. You got a woman in your life? You want to get a twofer and score some major brownie points? Get her one of these bad boys. Not only... Is this a hell of a good candle? And you can pick from one of, I believe, 40 some odd cents. This particular one is Frosted Cranberry. That's really quite good. But the hidden can the hidden gem, blah, 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 the hidden treasure candles, say that fast three times, contain a piece of semi-precious stone jewelry inside that as you burn your candle, the hidden <laughs> surprise reveals itself. So you can get a two for guys, anniversaries, birthdays. It's not Valentine's Day and there's no romantic holidays. Or just because, like, you're in the doghouse, you got caught doing something you weren't supposed to, have this bad boy on standby. It probably won't get you out of trouble, but it can't hurt, right? Yeah. steviewix.com. That's S-T-E-V-I-E-W-I-X.com. Link is in the description below, except I think it's not in the live description, but I'll put it on there when we're off the air. Anyway... Next match, unless you have any final thoughts on Hardys versus the Young Bucks. No,
1: I just think the Hardys going
0: to win. I do still want to see Edge's idea. So Edge needs to come to AEW once and tag with Christian, so it could be the Young Bucks versus the Old Fucks. <laughs> That's that's right out of that's right out of Edge's mouth and that's actually something he said before he was able to come back to the ring. So. Um next we have uh, this match is either going to be really fucking cool or really fucking stupid and I honestly don't know which. We have what do they call it actually it was funny Excalibur fucked this up on Rampage. He said he said they were going to have the arena in anarchy match. It's anarchy in the arena match. But we've got the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat... Yeah, I... I, 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 I. Yeah, somebody didn't read their notes there, pal. Uh, but we have the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club along with Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful. Um, it's going to be another stadium stampede, but... See, on this one, I'm torn, because when it was the Inner Circle versus the Elite, the where, where their, like, stables or factions were at that time, they could afford to be a little silly. But the Blackpool Combat, Come, Blackpool Combat Club, along with Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful, have been being played pretty straight. That's why I'm afraid this is going to be a disaster, and not in a good way.
1: first off I think um chris jerk with them I think they're gonna win because um, I, I, because they they lost the first go-round when they had like their stampede match so I feel like this is gonna be their win but um I, I could see it being a, I could see it being a cluster too
0: oh it's gonna be a cluster but there's a,
1: <laughs> but there's a lot of great competitors in a in the area so i feel like it may run smooth a little bit
0: well and the other the other thing too is that i don't think this is going to be live because again it's another one of those like at least not all of it There are going to be parts of it that we're going to be pre-taped like just like the uh stadium not stadium stampede what do they call that i can't remember but anyway um I just, I just don't know. Again, from a from a booking standpoint, it makes sense for them to have a match, but for this kind of match, I don't. What I'm hoping is that this will lead to a blood and guts match as the blow off.
1: Yeah, I hope it does too. Because
0: I think that would be tremendous. But we'll see. And actually, I just want to take a moment to shout out. I fucking love William Regal, but. Am I the only one that pops hardcore every time he refers to Excalibur as Man in the Mask? Oh, man. The first
1: time I've seen it, I laughed so hard.
0: So hard. And and again, like, I wasn't big into PWG because I, I, I wasn't able to see. I'd seen a couple of the DVDs back when they were, like, not new. But you remember when it was, like, all about PWG because there was literally nothing else other than WWE, but uh, I've never really been a big fan of Excalibur. I think the mask is stupid. I know he wore it when he wrestled, but to be there on commentary, you look like a fucking dork. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't really care for it either.
0: Well, and not only that, as, as other people have pointed out, it would be one thing if when they debuted, they were like, yeah, you know this is Excalibur. He wrestled in PG- He was he wrestled for and was a co-founder of Pro Wrestling Guerrilla in California. He's known the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and all these guys for years and helped shape their careers in one form or another for giving them a place to wrestle. And when he when I wrestled as a competitor, I wore a mask, so I'm continuing this tradition. Blah 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 blah. Instead, they just assumed that everyone who was tuning into TNT at the time would know who this guy was, and I didn't know who Excalibur was. I looked it up on the internet because I give a shit, but.
1: Yeah.
0: And actually, my first thought was. I had no
1: idea who he was.
0: Well, honestly, you know what? My first thought when I saw him on the mask, I was like, oh, that's (laughs) Marky. Yeah. But anyway, enough shitting on Excalibur. I, too, think the Jericho Appreciation Society will somehow win, and I hope, I hope, hope, hope that it leads to a Blood and Guts match, at the, which, for all you who don't know, is AEW's version of War Games. But they can't say War Games, so they call it Blood and Guts.
1: <laughs>
0: that was one of the trademarks that Cody couldn't get. all righty anyway next and as you can probably tell this pay-per-view is going to be long because i'd say that's probably a little bit past the halfway point but not by much is is going to be a long one the next match we have jade cargill defending the tbs championship against anna j for some reason Um, I don't think Anna Jay is ranked high enough. Actually, you know what? That's a good point. I'm going to check the rankings and see where Anna Jay falls. Because remember, everyone, wins and losses matter in AEW. Oh, I think we lost Brian. We did. I will look this up while we wait for Brian to uh, join us again. Sorry, folks, technical difficulties. Like I said, I will look these rankings up for you. Yes, I want to see these rankings. So as of right now, the AEW women's rankings, as of it looks like it was three days ago, Thunder Rosa and Jade Cargill are champions. So ranked number one is Serena Deeb, which makes sense because she is challenging for the uh, AEW Women's World Championship. Nyla Rose is ranked at number two, and Anna Jay is ranked at number three. So I I guess she's ranked well enough. Technically, shouldn't it be Nyla Rose? But I don't know. Trying to help Brian get back in. We may have to start a new meeting here real quick. Just bear with us for a moment. The internet's is fun like that. While we're so- while we are sorting this out, I gotta say I'm a I'm a big Jade Cargill fan. Uh, so I think she 's gonna win personally i wouldn't be shocked if Anna won though because jade 's been pretty well running through all of her there he is there he is i've been stalling for you Uh-oh. buddy i've been stalling for you don't worry I did look it up and oh, you're good. And Anna Jay is apparently ranked number three, but Nyla Rose is ranked number two. So I I guess she's ranked high enough to go for a title shot. And I was just sharing that I think and hope Jade will retain, but I wouldn't be shocked if Anna Jay won just because Jade's pretty well gone through just about everybody. But I also don't think this is the time to take the title off. I also don't think this is the time to take the title off Jade, though, because she just started that whole thing with the baddies and getting herself a little group going. So it would kind of get cut short with her not being in such a dominant position. And now she would just be hanging out with uh, the baddies for no reason, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's too
0: soon for it to take the title off. Yeah, maybe, maybe by full gear. Because we got well, okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe all out. Because we've got revolution before all out, right? Am I thinking about that right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So maybe by all out, but anyway, who's your prediction?
1: I think Jay, I
0: think Jay will keep it. I do too. Plus Anna's got, Anna Jay has all the time in the world. She's still really, really young. She's over. But she'll, she'll be fine. She'll, she'll eventually be TBS champion for sure. I just think not today or tomorrow, rather literal tomorrow, not the metaphorical tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think it's just. Yeah.
0: I would one of these days like to see like to end up seeing Ty versus Anna for the TBS title. I think that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think they'd have a pretty good match.
0: Well, and you can tell a you can tell a story whether it's well. Ty's become a heel pretty well, not a not a particularly good one, but. I think they're kind yeah. of, I think they're just kind of riding the wave. They're kind of riding the wave with that one. Oh well, uh, if you don't have anything to add, we've only got three matches to go. But unfortunately, these will yeah, probably. I- oh, go ahead. No,
1: no, I'm. Listen to what you have to say.
0: Oh no, you sounded like you had a point. No, no, no. All right. Well, hopefully I'll still be awake by this point in the pay-per-view because we got three matches left, but these are probably going to be the longest ones. Save for that Anarchy in the Arena match. That's going to go way too long, I guarantee. Um, But next, we have Jurassic Express defending their AEW World Tag Team Championships. Excuse me against Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, otherwise known as Team Taz, but they're not labeled as Team Taz, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, I honestly think that Starks and Hobbs are going to win it.
1: Um, I agree with you on that one. I don't think Jurassic Express is going to win tag titles. Um, I think they powerhouse Hobbs and his tag partner is, I think they're getting a push as a tag team because they don't really have a singles route going right now for them. Mm-hmm.
0: And not that I don't dislike Swerve Strickland. I keep wanting to call him Swerve Scott. I, I don't dislike Swerve and Keith Lee, but I will say this. And again, this is not a knock. I don't understand how into a lot of the fans are with those guys. I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I think I can agree with you on that one. I, I just I I don't I I don't think the fans are a hundred percent with him yet either.
0: Uh, it's, it seems like they are. Cause if Keith Lee fucking farts in a hallway, people cheer.
1: <laughs>
0: was, uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's true. I, I love the delay. Cause I said it and I'm just waiting for the laugh. Cause I know it's coming. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I think at some point Keith Lee will probably hold titles. I get it, but I just don't <sighs> very much the same with Danhausen. Like I I get it, but I don't get it. Like they're obviously very popular, but I couldn't tell you why necessarily. Yeah. Like for example, uh that I was going to say Brian Danielson, but that's obvious. Like I can tell you why hooks over. I can explain that in seconds. They've been letting it stew for a long time. He's been present on television, and everybody was wondering what he could do, and then they give him an awesome debut and an awesome set of follow-up matches without doing too much. He's not on TV every week. People get to anticipate what he does, and he has delivered, for the most part, I, I can't, and I only say for the most part to cover my ass, because I can't think of anything that I've seen him do where I was just like, ooh, You know, I get why hooks over. I, again, I'm not knocking Keith Lee and Swerve, but I don't. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm calling for Starks and Hobbs because it's about time for Hobbs to get a belt.
1: Yeah, I, I could, I could agree on that one. Yeah, I think it's time for, uh, Hobbs to get
0: a belt too. Agreed. So um hopefully nobody dies in that match, because some some of the stuff they do, I swear, it's it's not safe. But anyway, next we've got Thunder Rosa defending her AEW AEW women's championship against Serena Deeb. Now I'm saying this as a Thunder Rosa fan because I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan. I have not liked her championship run at all.
1: I just don't I don't think it's meant anything yet. I don't think it was I'm not saying she wasn't ready.
0: Oh no. I think
1: at the, the I think timing wasn't I don't think she was booked in the right direction as the, as the world champion.
0: I think she was ready, but I think there were some decisions that were made for the match where she won that took some of her steam away because there were some obvious... I don't want to say mistakes. Um, things did not go as planned a couple times in that match, and they covered as best they could, but you can't cheat gravity, so and then they haven't really done much with her as champion and I think that's why I haven't liked the run because let's face it, since she's won the belt what's she done? I can't think of anything
1: I I don't think I I don't know either
0: that's what I'm saying. It seems like a real slow burn, and I, I for that reason, I think Thunder Rosa is going to win, just because again Serena Deep kind of came out of nowhere, and I know the rankings and all that, but this is the only, and I don't get me wrong, I like the rankings and I like the fact that wins and losses matter, but sometimes it seems like someone will walk into the creative meeting and be like, hey guys, just so you know. Uh, Serena Deeb's technically ranked number one. So she should probably go for the title. And then they're like, fuck. We haven't done anything with her. She's been winning a bunch on dark elevation. And when they did it with Britt Baker, they did it intentionally and it made sense because then they were thinking, OK, we want Britt Baker. Yeah, to get- I, I
1: yeah. think I think it's Rose That, that's who my pick is, is. I think I think Thunder Rose is going to get the win on that one. Yeah,
0: I think so. But we're like, just to finish the point, then we can move on. Like When they did it with Britt Baker, where she was on dark and dark elevation all the time, that made sense because they were like, okay, we want Britt Baker to go for the title next, but she's not up in the rankings, so she has to get wins. And we also want to feature her a lot because we want her in people's minds. And they haven't been doing that with Serena Deeb lately, yeah. with the exception of the stuff with Sheeta. Which, you know, that's... I mean, they were good, but... You know, I just... I think it'll be a good match, and I think Thunder Rosa will win. But hopefully this turns her championship reign around.
1: In In the right direction.
0: Yeah. So... Finally, the main event of the evening. We have Hangman Adam Page defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship against CM Punk. This one going to be good. So
1: This was sh- this shows in Chicago, right? Or no.
0: Uh no, this is in Vegas.
1: So I think I don't think CM Punk's going to get the win on this one. Nope, I don't either. I think Adam Page I think Adam Page is going to get this win. And then I think CM Punk will get his his revenge the following pay-per-view.
0: Mm, I don't the following pay-per-view being Forbidden Door or the next AEW pay-per-view.
1: Next AEW.
0: Yeah, by then maybe. Um but yeah, I I agree with you. I think that Adam Page will if if Punk's going to lose to anyone, it ought to be the AEW heavyweight champion.
1: Next. Yeah.
0: And this it'll just it'll do nothing but help Page and it'll be a hell of a match. And I think because again, Punk doesn't need the title. Page, well, I shouldn't say Page needs the title, but giving punk the title does nothing for punk and it does nothing for the title, but page retaining the title does something for the title and it does something for page. Yeah. Cause page is going to win and be like, Oh shit. He beat CM punk clean. So he really is the champ. Yeah.
1: And I think that'll really help with the perspective of the crowd too. Like, yeah, Adam page is the real deal.
0: Yep. which I've known from the beginning <laughs> like I mm-hmm. think you if you've been sleeping on Adam page up to this point you ain't paying attention Yeah uh, but um now my prediction So there were rumors and I think they're wrong but there were rumors that Kenny Omega was going to make an appearance After Paige's win, I don't think Omega's coming back until Forbidden Door, but I think he will be back at Forbidden Door. Or at least that's what they were planning. Now, he may not be able to come back yet medically, but I think that's what they were planning.
1: Yeah, I think that would have been a good time for Omega to come back at Forbidden Door.
0: Well, and plus there was a tweet that Will Ospreay had put out where he, and he tagged Omega and he said, are you ready? You going to be ready for June? And then Omega responded, I guess the cat's out of the bag. (laughs) So we might see Will Ospreay versus Omega at forbidden door. Um, I anticipate also that at some point, probably during the tag team match, and I hope this isn't, I hope this doesn't happen. Uh, we might see interference from Jeff Cobb and Great O'Con again, which I really hope is not going to happen. Because for those of you who didn't watch on Dynamite, Jeff Cobb and Great O'Con ran in during. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It was during FTR's match. Never mind. Wait, was it? No. No, it was during the. It wasn't the tag teams, but it was like a single from each tag team, I thought. I think it was Jungle Boy versus Starks versus uh, Strickland, I believe. And the New Japan guys ran... I'm not sure on that one. I think that's what it was. And the New Japan guys ran roughshod on them. It's good seeing Jeff Cobb again. Yeah. But we shall see. And then I also think you will see... uh, I think you'll see Jay White at some point during this pay-per-view, too. Just to plug the Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up in June.
1: Yeah, I can see that happening, too.
0: Righty. Well, that would be it for the card of Double or Nothing. I don't anticipate very many surprises other than the New Japan stuff, because frankly, this pay-per-view is going to last forever. I'm, legit, yeah, I'm It's
1: definitely going to be a late one for
0: everybody. I'm legitimately concerned, man, because I'm going to be in one of those reclining theater seats, and I might just lose consciousness. Especially later in the night. <laughs> I, I'm i man, I'm kind of regretting, honestly. I'm kind of regla- regretting doing the theater thing. I'll let you guys know how it is. And if you're going to be there, if you watch the show and or happen to be at the same theater, I am. Showplace 17 on the south side of Indianapolis. I will be wearing my down the middle shirt. So come up and say, Hi, I watched the show. Fuck you. I don't care. Just make your presence known. I can go heel or babyface, baby. Just do me a favor. Don't throw anything wet at me. I'm going to be there for hours. Oh, uh, anyway, you got anything to add to this, or?
1: I've absolutely nothing to add.
0: He's got nothing to add. You know what that means? It means show's over. We're done. Go Bye home, guys. Go home. Um, go home. And uh, we'll go over the results, which you guys will already know them, but you'll get to hear our opinion of the results on the next podcast two weeks from today. So, but if you want to argue with us presently, you can comment on this video or you can reach us on the Twitter machine at uh down the middle podcast on Twitter. I think the actual like username is Down the Middle P with capital P, because we mean business. Anywho, this has been Down the Middle Podcast. As always, thank you so much for checking out the live stream if you have, or checking out the uh just the videos in general on the YouTube channel. And thank you also in advance for purchasing from our great sponsor this week, Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. I'm telling you guys, you can get a single box of candles down as little as one or as many as four. Single box, or you can subscribe and get one every month shipped to your door. You don't have to mess with it. It's fantastic, and they smell phenomenal. Your house will not smell like a shit pool anymore. I guarantee that. And if you enjoy listening to us rather than looking at us, but let's face it, we're fucking beautiful. But if you're if you're visually impaired, you can check out the audio streaming platforms on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Now, Anchor.fm, Audible. I always forget the last one, but it doesn't matter because the big ones that you listen to have already been spoken for. You can also... Uh, support the podcast directly by visiting the Anchor.fm page where you can contribute if you want to. You do not have to. You're under no obligation to do so because we have paid sponsors now, bitches. Or you can buy merch. Link is in the description below. And as always, check out XCW Wrestling where my co-host, my cohort, Frying Lion, but never crying Brian... Is a star, no
1: never crying, Brian
0: that's it, we just found Styling. it no,
1: Styling we ju- Brian
0: we just found it, never crying, Brian
1: never crying Brian there we go that one that one sticks, that one's good. that's
0: a goddamn t- shirt right there never crying, Brian, we found it. Until you do cry, then it'll be crying, Brian. Let
1: me get a picture picture with an old lady wiping off my tears because I'm not crying.
0: But there are no tears. That's the swerve. Because it's sweat. (laughs) Perspiring, Brian. Bryan, yeah. For Siren Brian, oh my God, I kill myself. That's a series of T-shirts, God damn it. Anyway, that is all. We <laughs> hope you also enjoy and make it through Double or Nothing because I'm legitimately worried. I'm gonna have a theater employee. Me sh- I'm gonna have a theater employee sh- employee shake me awake at two in the morning. Be like, you gotta go, and I'll be like. How long have I been asleep? It's like you've been asleep for three hours, but the pay-per-view just ended. Fuck. Anyway. (laughs) That is all we've got for tonight. Thank you once again for joining us. We will see you again in two weeks.